Welcome to the Vans Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. All right, we're going to continue our study on understanding grace. This is part six. If you have uh, been following along with us, uh, then you know everything that we have been talking about. If you have not been following along with us, all of the previous videos, I believe, are available on YouTube. You can go back on YouTube and watch them, or they're also available in our media library, I think, on the website. So check that out. You can go to our website and click on media library and you can find everything uh, right there. And it's all categorized also. So if you just click on understanding grace, it'll take you to all of the available videos for understanding grace. I'm going to begin in first Peter chapter four. If you have a Bible, follow along with us in your Bible. If you do not have a Bible, uh, it'll be on the screen. First Peter chapter four and verse 12 said, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Now the word fiery trial is the Greek word, uh, perosis. And it means, look at this, ignition. That is specifically smelting, figuratively, conflagration, calamity, as a test, burning, or trial. It comes from the word I believe it's pronounced pero and it means to kindle to be ignited to glow literally look at this be refined by implication or figuratively to be inflamed with anger grief lust to burn fiery be on fire or to try or be tried so think it not strange concerning this, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you, but rejoice in so much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering. Do you see that word rejoice? That word rejoice is the word that we have been dealing with. Let me show you something here. Kahiro, to be full of cheer. That is calmly, happy, or well off. Calmly, happy, or well off. Especially as a salutation on meeting or parting, be well, farewell, be glad, Godspeed, greeting, hail, 
joy joyful or rejoice so he's saying to be full of cheer so don't think it's strange of this fiery trial that shall try you don't think it's strange of this burning ignition or this purification process that shall try you but rather be full of cheer Now I want to read on here. Insomuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Now, I want to show you something here. We're going to just take our time here for a moment and break this down. Insomuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering. Now, a lot of people are confused about the word Christ. I want to show you what it actually means here. Christ is anointed. It first and foremost means anointed. That is the Messiah. The epithet, which means um, it's, it's an adjective, like a descriptive phrase uh, expressing a quality or characteristic of the person or thing mentioned okay so it's the epithet of jesus christ it's the quality characteristic of jesus christ now the word suffering as you are partakers of christ's sufferings let's look at the word sufferings from a presumed derivative something undergone that is hardship or pain subjectively an emotion or influence affection affliction motion suffering okay so something undergone a hardship subjectively an emotion or influence so in so much as you are part of the characteristics and the quality of the emotional and influential suffering that jesus went through let's keep reading here that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad. You see that word glad? That's the same word for grace that we've been dealing with also. That you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Verse 14. If you be reproached for the name of of Christ happy are you for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you look at this if you be reproached for the name of Christ happy be happy for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you on their part the people that are reproaching you he is evil spoken of but on your part he is glorified you see that 
on their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Now, I want to I want to turn over to Second Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to talk a little bit about this here. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear, or right now I withhold from saying it, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. See, Paul had caught on to something back then that the church today is struggling to understand. Paul understood that these people would idolize him if he told them everything he knew or could, if he would operate in the, all of the power that was given and available unto him. He understood even then that they would idolize him and that was not the purpose. The purpose was for them to follow Christ, to follow Jesus, not to follow after Paul. That's why the Bible said, you know, they said, follow after me as I follow after Christ. But the goal was never to get people to follow after them. And in the modern church that we deal with today, we're coming fresh out of a time where people had idolized the ministers and God is bringing that to a stop. He's bringing us into an entire body movement. I'm going to say that again. He's bringing us into an entire body movement. He's not bringing us to a place where it's, it's all me or it's all you. It's an entire body effort. You are the body of Christ. So he said, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. Someone asked me uh, a couple weeks ago, they said, do you, can you, uh, you ever call people out? I said, yeah, I've called a lot of people out. They said, well, do you ever, uh, you know, minister to them like that in the word of knowledge and all that? I said, yeah, I used to do that stuff all the time. I've looked at people that I'd never met and called them by name. And they said, you really? I see a lot of people don't know this about me now. They, I said, yeah, really. In fact, the other day I was sitting outside of a Starbucks discerning the thoughts of the people that walked past me. So, yeah, I still do it. I just don't vocalize it as much. And they asked me, they said, well, why don't you do that anymore? And I said, because people used to attend my meetings because they'd say, oh, he prophesies to people. Oh, he calls people out. And they started making it about gifts. You cannot build a church on gifts. It's impossible. That, that is really kind of like building on sand. If you try to build a church on gifts, the church will crumble. Because the moment the gifts don't work, you, you have one of two options. You either have to produce, so you fake them, or the people leave because you're not prophesying over them or you're not calling them out and uh, raising them up and doing all of these things. So you, you cannot build a church on gifts. So I recognize the fact that they were coming solely to watch me operate and I put a stop to it. See, the Bible said the spirit is subject unto the prophet, not the other way around. If you have been given a gift, it's through the spirit of God and that spirit is subject unto you. So I stopped it because I did not want to fall into the category of other people 
where the and it wasn't even the minister's fault back then. It was really the the church's fault. I I think the church killed a lot of those people because they would idolize what they could do in the spirit of God. And it became more about that minister than it did about God. So Paul recognized this all the way back then. Somehow we have missed it over the years, but he recognized it. I want to go on to verse seven here. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. You see that? And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan to buffet me. That word messenger is the word angel, by the way. To buffet me. Lest I should be exalted above measure. Lest I should be exalted above measure. Verse 8. For this thing I besought the Lord three times, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. My grace is sufficient for thee. I want to look at the word sufficient. It says it's akin to the word uh, aero or aero, which means to lift by implication to take up or to take away. It's through the idea of raising a barrier. Look at this. It's through the idea of raising a barrier properly to ward off that is by implication to avail or to get the victory over to be content be enough suffice and be sufficient figuratively be satisfactory you see that so the sufficiency is not limited to you just having to deal with it and suffer it and trust that god knows what he's doing my grace is sufficient. My grace shall raise up a barrier. My grace shall ward off. Do you see it? For my strength, this is Jesus speaking, by the way. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Do you see that? My strength is made perfect in weakness. What, what is strength? Strength is actually the Greek word dunamis, which means force. Literally or figuratively, specifically miraculous power. Usually by implication, a miracle itself. Ability abundance meaning might miracle miracles worker of miracles worker of a miracle worker of power strength violence mighty wonderful work 
You see that? So my strength, my dunamis, my miraculous power is made perfect. That word perfect means complete. It's made complete in weakness. Most gladly. Therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, I want to look up this word real quick. I don't have it on the... I don't have it on the screen. Infirmities. I, I just wanted to double check. Asthenia is the word. It means feebleness of body or mind. Feebleness of body or mind by implication, moral frailty, disease, infirmity, sickness, weakness. Therefore, will I rather glory in my frailty and my weakness than that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10 says, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmity, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Do you see that? For when I am weak, then am I strong. How is he strong when he's weak? Because it's no longer his strength that he's relying on, but the power of God that works through him. That's what he's working toward. That's what he's, that's what's strengthening him. That is the grace that is applied. That the barrier may rise up. What does the barrier do? When the enemy shall come in like a lion, roaring about, seeking whom he may devour, but he says, that's not what it said. That's what I said. Then God shall raise up a standard against him. I know when the enemy should come in like a flood. Then God shall raise up the standard against him. Is it possible that the comma is in the wrong place? I'm going to throw this out there. It, it doesn't matter either way. You get the point of the verse. But what if it's when the enemy shall come in like a flood, God shall raise up a standard. Anyway, the point is the raising of a barrier to ward off. That's what sufficient means. My grace is sufficient for thee. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness my dunamis this is jesus telling him that my power is made complete in your weakness how is it possible because when you are weak it has to be the power of god that gives you the strength i've got a noise gate or something pulsing here and it's just tormenting the life out of me 
I used to think that the enemy could not get into sound systems and things like that years ago. Like the devil doesn't get in my PA system. And then I had the revelation that those spirits are frequency and all of this stuff operates on frequency and that they can alter the frequency. I, I don't know how stuff changes from one week to the next when no one touches it, but somehow the junk changes. So, and we get weird noises that we never had before. I still hear it. Anyway, those of you that know me are probably laughing because you know how bad that stuff aggravates me. But anyway, hopefully you guys don't hear what I hear. The strength is made perfect and made complete in your weakness because they understand it is not your strength that brings about the whatever it is, the point aimed at is a goal. It doesn't bring about the end to whatever's happening to you. It is the grace of God. It's the power of God working through you that brings about the end of whatever it is that's uh, is trying to stand against you. So, I said all that to say this. A lot of you right now are dealing with a lot of things that are happening. Many of you, I think from what someone just told me earlier today, 50,000 of you just in the oil industry alone just lost your job. So now you're, you know, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What's going to happen to me? How am I going to eat? See, those are the immediate questions that follow stuff like that. Well, maybe, maybe you ought to fast anyway. I've seen some of you on the oil field and y'all could do without some food for a while. I'm not making light of them losing their job. Don't get me wrong. I'm just simply stating that God will provide. See, Religious people get upset about stuff like that because they don't actually trust God. I'll prove it. Let somebody lean over to you and tell you your mother just got diagnosed with cancer. Your reaction will prove if you trust God or not. When you go to tears and, oh my God, what am I going to do? You don't trust God. It's impossible for you to trust God with a response like that. If you believe that my grace is sufficient for thee, that in your weakness my, my strength is perfected, don't get mad at me. Just listen to me. My strength is perfected in your weakness. If you believe God, then the situation around you will not affect you. And don't act like we don't know what it's like to, to not have a bite, bite of food to eat. Okay? Don't act like we don't know what it's like to wonder how the electric bill is going to get paid or the gas bill is going to get paid or the mortgage is going to get paid. Don't, see, that, that's part of the judgment that you have no business judging on. You have got to judge yourself. Now, you, right now, I want you to self-evaluate you and say, do I have faith that if somebody leaned over, if a doctor leaned over in my ear right now and said my mother was diagnosed with cancer, could I smile back? knowing that God will provide. Knowing that His grace is sufficient for me. Could you do it? And if you answer no to that, then you need to change something about what you believe. Hello. You need to change something about what you believe if you answered no to that. And if you did, it's okay. All right, you're not a bad person because you answered no to that. But 
you have just admitted that you've got room to grow and you need to start growing. See, I, I was talking to a, a dear brother from uh, Dallas, Texas today, and we were talking about, uh, you know, things, irritations that come our way. And I'm going to try to say this in code words. Uh, and I, I told this brother, uh, you know, the trying, I, I quoted him, you know, the trying of my faith works patience. Uh, he Because he had mentioned letting patience have its perfect work in him. I said, yeah, the trying of my faith works patience, and I'm, uh, I, I lack in patience. All right, so I said, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a, a teaching thing for me as well. I'm learning patience through this stuff because everyone that knows me knows that, uh, I'll say this by faith, I am the most patient person who has ever walked the face of the earth. What? But the Bible said, call those things that be not as though they are. All right. Hello. I'm calling those things that be not as though they are. I am the most, hands down, the most patient person that has ever walked the face of the earth. I have more faith than anybody in existence. Say this stuff. And don't just make a joke of it. I'm saying it kind of funny, but... You know, don't make a joke of it. Confess that stuff over your life. And that will cause you to enhance. That will cause grace to abound. Where grace may abound in you. See, we want grace to abound in you. We want you to get to the place where nothing by any means shall harm you. We want you to get to the place where none of these things move you. I told someone yesterday, I'm like, turn the stupid television off. Worried about all this junk. Turn the thing off. Don't turn it off if you're watching me on it. I was talking about the news. Let me be more specific. Leave the television on if I'm on your TV. <laughs> turn the stupid news off. It's, oh my God, what are we going to do? Biden this, Trump that, them this, them that. Capital this, this city that. Who cares? My grace, say it, my grace is sufficient. Say it, my grace is sufficient for thee. So here, say it this way. His grace, his ability to raise up a barrier, to take up, to take away, and to ward off, and to avail his grace will do that for me say it his grace will do all of those things for me that his power his miraculous power may be fulfilled and completed in me Say it again. I can't hear you. All right. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet and
and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom. And you can write to us, making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.